Chapter 1 Early on a birthday The tapping on the window woke him. He was fast asleep, and then wide awake because of the tapping. Perhaps the pigeon always began as early in the morning as this, for it was certainly always tapping when the boys woke. But that was usually much later, with full daylight and with the smell of breakfast cooking coming from downstairs. Cold, scentless, dim was the early morning, and Paul and Frankie still lay sleeping. But Ben had woken at once, and at once he could not stay in bed a moment longer. He got out and went to the window. Pitch, he said softly through the glass. But the pigeon knew that this was not the boy who gave the food, and moved doubtfully off to the edge of the window sill. The sill was always white with pigeon droppings, so that Ben's mother, who did not know of the daily feeding, said that the bird was an obstinate creature that did not know when it was not wanted. But it did. The sky was a dirty, pinky yellow, where dawn over London fought with the tired light of thousands of street lamps. The birds were awake, pigeons, sparrows, starlings, but nobody was in the street. It lay empty for Ben, and he could not wait a moment later in bed, in the bedroom, in the house. With action he must fill the space between now and breakfast time, when the post came. He dressed quickly and left the bedroom. The other two were still sleeping and the pigeon had resumed its tapping. He crept out onto the landing. His parents were still asleep, his father snoring, his mother silent. As soon as Mrs. Blewett woke, she would begin a little rattle of cups, saucers, teaspoons, tea caddy, teapot and electric kettle. When the tea was made... She shook her husband awake, and when his snores had ceased to buzz through the house, you knew that the Blewett family had really started its day. Ben passed his parents' door, and then his sister's more warily. May was talking to Dillis. May was still half asleep, and Dillis three quarters, but that did not matter in their kind of conversation. May, the eldest of the family, was going to marry Charlie Forrester early next year, and Dillis very close to her in age, was going to be her bridesmaid. So they talked of weddings and wedding presents and setting up house with a three-piece suite and curtains with pelmets and a washing machine. And a wedding like a newspaper photograph, with a bridesmaid and a page, said May, going back to her favourite beginning. Ben was tiptoeing so carefully, so slowly, that he had to eavesdrop. They spoke of the prettiness of a page boy to carry the bridal train, and they wondered if Frankie being really still only a little boy, although not really pretty any longer, and he might need some careful persuading to the idea, 